Note to self, do not curse. What's up, everybody? I'm Daryl. I'm Jay, and welcome to the, finally welcome to, we're having all kinds of YouTube problems. Uh, had to swap out an entire camera. But hopefully you're caught up to us, and you're going to watch the 2017 Story Geek Awards. Why do we even do this, Daryl? Because it's awesome, because the Oscars don't love these movies as much as we do, and someone's got to do it. That's right. We started the Story Geek Awards because we wanted to actually talk about geek films that we loved during the year that mostly did not get recognized. All right, let's introduce some guests. We have some really cool guests tonight. Uh, you know probably already, if you are familiar with our channel, you know Michael Young. Michael wanted to come onto the screen, wave to the, wave to the crowd. What's up, guys? How's it going? <laughs> and Michael is actually representing with his T-shirt. Yes, Nerd Soul, N-E-R-D-S-O-U-L, one word. You can find me on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of that good stuff. Oh, yeah. Go check him out. Awesome to follow. Super positive guy. I love having him on the podcast. He's been on the podcast. How many times have you been on the podcast? Like three times? I want to say three. <laughs> I want to say three. I think three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Always a pleasure to have Michael involved. Um, and also, our second guest is a recurring guest from last year's Story Geek Awards. That's right. Sandra Demas. Welcome, Sandra. <laughs> our guests are like dodging lights as they try to sit down. No, no, it's huge in here. It's a small, this is a really big studio. We've got all the space in the world. <laughs> yes. Yeah, tons yeah. of space. I have like five crew members back there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fire one of them for messing up the technical difficulties. Um, actually, I messed it up, I think. Um, I'm going to go ahead and answer a comment right off the bat. Yeah. No, Andrew Anderson, we do not have Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway working on our technical staff. Actually, yes. Oh. Yeah, they both are. And they're getting fired. And Steve Harvey's back there, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a whole crew. It's a whole crew. Everyone. Sandra, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, yeah, I'm from 2819 Show. So uh, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And we have a YouTube channel if you look at Reasons to Believe and search for 2819 you'll find us there i talk about well we talk about science faith and pop culture yeah and i actually was on 2819 we talked about the last jedi and it was super fun so you can go check out that video i know that monty did if monty's in the chat uh, Monty checked out that video because he said he wanted to listen to like a half an hour conversation about that same oh, topic. It's a short segment. It's a yeah. short segment, <laughs> but hey. Um, before we get started with the awards, and by the way, these are all of your votes. So what we did this year is a little bit different than last year. Last year, Daryl and I just picked the movies that we thought were geek movies and put them out there for people to vote on. This year, we actually had a nominating committee. Were you guys on this committee? You yeah, were on the committee. Yeah, no, you were on the committee too? Yeah. So we were all part of the committee, the nominating committee. It was 10 people. And then we actually, once we had the nominees, we actually asked all of you to vote. So these are your votes. I don't even know, Daryl and I don't even know who won. No, the only person in the world who knows who won is my wife. Yeah. That's so it. She prepared the envelope Secretive. That's right. <laughs> We're all going to be surprised as we go through this, which would be really fun. So we have these very cool looking official envelopes that she made. We've got, you know, we've got one for every category. We've got a nice gold one for best movie. Ooh, so we'll get to that. Bougie. So she's watching right now. So, honey, thank you for doing this. That's awesome. Yes. They so, look amazing, by the way. And to reiterate, we do not know the results. This is going to be fresh and new to all of us. We have no clue, yeah. Yeah. We're going to be either infuriated or, like, really happy. <laughs> what? <laughs> one of the two. One of the two. <laughs> Um, so, the first award is going to actually go to the worst movie. Yeah, we're going to get negative the right off the bat. The worst geek yeah. movie of but the see, year. But see, then you can go up. 
We can go yeah, back. Like, it's start all up from there. It's just getting yeah. better from here. Yes. So can you tell us what the nominees are? Okay, so our official nominees for Worst Geek Movie are Alien Covenant. Bad. These are in alphabetical order. Alien Covenant, The Dark Tower, Kingsman, The Golden Circle, Resident Evil, The Final <laughs> Chapter, and Transformers, The Last Night. Yes. Did did anybody see any of these movies? I saw Kingsman. You saw Kingsman. Mm -hmm. Yes. And Do you think it deserved to be worst? Um. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. 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 I've seen all of them but Transformers. Okay. Wow. And honestly, I feel like when it comes to worst, I feel like Aliens shouldn't be on this list. <laughs> really? I feel, like, I feel like Aliens shouldn't be here. <laughs> like, Alien, especially being, in my opinion, a step up from Prometheus. Um, oh, okay. I didn't yeah, see I, it, I, I but like I didn't like step, Prometheus. I feel like it was definitely a step up from Prometheus. Mm. Um, I can see Dark Tower being on there, um, but I have a feeling Resident Evil takes the cake. I don't okay. know, man. Transformers has <laughs> been bad for a long time. Transformers has been bad. consistent. Yeah, at least Resident in Evil is life. like, hey, we know what we are. Yeah. Transformers is kind of trying to be... When you put that length, that time length, it, yeah, it yeah. kind of <laughs> makes it worse. <laughs> All right. Well, what do we want to do? Wanna... Sandra, what do you think? What do you, what's your prediction for what's going to take this one? I feel like just in general, Transformers should, okay. should just get, get it just automatically. Because <laughs> I, I like the first Kingsman. The second one, it was all right. I mean, it didn't have enough of the the right kind of Colin Firth. The right kind of Colin yeah. Firth. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So you like Colin Firth with two eyes rather than one? What do you think is going to win? I didn't see any of them. So just based on reputation wow. alone, the, the most I've heard is that the Resident Evil movie was terrible. It was. And that... <laughs> So I hear two things. Resident Evil's terrible. I heard that Transformers is Transformers. Yeah. Now yeah. I have heard that The Dark Tower was really disappointing yeah. to Stephen King fans. I'm a Stephen yeah. King fan. Yeah. But I never read that okay. just because it's in he has all these different kind of genres and that yeah. once you get into like that kind yeah. of anything that's remotely western for I'm just. I <laughs> oh really? I love the. I so I read. I read the Gunslinger and I read the second one. I'm. I'm still trying to get through the third one, and I love the Gunslinger. So I can see myself if I watch this being like, yeah, this was not it at all. But it's a know. good rental. I think it's a okay. good rental movie. I'll check like, it out. If, if you see it like on Netflix, you're like, oh okay. You know, now if <laughs> yeah. you drop like. Ten fifteen dollars on it, and had to pay for parking. Yeah, might not be happy. That's no good. That's no good. <laughs> yeah, I've only seen three of these. I've seen Dark Tower, Resident Evil, and Transformers. I would definitely give it to. Actually, I didn't see all of Transformers because I couldn't handle it. So oh, I'd wow. probably give oh, it to Transformers. Wow! So you bowed out. You're like, I'm, I did. I'm out. Yeah. Okay. So that's, in, that's intense. Like I usually at least stick it out, and I tried. I just yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't. <laughs> um. Before we announce the official winner, let's look at what, what we got some predictions going on in here. So Monty thinks Kingsman was great, so I don't think he's voted for that one. Um, Isaac thinks Transformers is going to take it. Um, Brim K thinks last night Transformers is going to take it. Andrew thinks Transformers is going to take it. It seems pretty unanimous that Transformers, Transformers gonna is probably going to take it. So I'd be okay with that. Let's see here. Let me break into our... Our beautiful envelopes <laughs> that my wife put. Save all of oh, that. 
Oh, worst. Oh, worst. Oh, it's the worst. Nice. It's the worst. <laughs> That's the worst, isn't it? Oh, okay. It doesn't even get a nice envelope. It just I guess this category doesn't get a nice envelope. <laughs> this is like, nice. like, whatever. It's just like an old Amazon. It says the worst. The worst. <laughs> and it's a smiling, is it a frowny face Amazon, too? Nice. It's yeah. like a <laughs> smile. Yeah. Okay, I accidentally saw it, so I'll go ahead and announce oh, this. Oh, yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Go for it. So, and the official winner for worst geek movie is. Transformers: The Last yeah. Night. Oh. Good show. Good show. With fifty-eight point five percent of the vote. Oh. Ooh. Wow. I'm gonna have that on there. Yeah, that's not good. That's, that's seriously bad. So that's pretty overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So nice going, everybody. You're guessing really well. Yeah. Good job. Good job. And now we're gonna transition into a really fun category, because now we're gonna talk about the best fight that's in a right. game film Yay. in 2017. Yes. What are the nominees, Mr. Smith? Okay, so our nominees for best fight are Superman versus the Justice League from Justice League, Kylo Ren versus Luke Skywalker from Star Wars: The Last Jedi, Logan versus X24 from Logan, No Man's Land from Wonder Woman, and Snoke's Throne Room from Star Wars: The Last Jedi. This category has some heavy hitters, yes. man. Yes, yes. Uh -huh. This one is tough. This one is very tough. What do you think, Michael? Where, would you, where are you going to go with this? Okay, if it, if it was me, you know I'm a Star Wars guy. Yeah. Shouts out to all the Jedi Alliance people out there. <laughs> but, oh, man. The throne room, I think, here's why the throne room for me wins. Because it was unexpected. Mm. You knew that... Superman had to fight the Justice League, but that headbutt was serious. Like, he headbutted her into oblivion. Like, only Wonder Woman could take that hit. But the throne room was unexpected. I think that's why it wins for me. Because I remember being in the theater, and everybody was like, <gasps> yeah. and it was like, they, they gave us what we needed. <laughs> that's so. true. Yeah. What about you, Sandra? What do you think? I, I was going to say No Man's Land, but I'm kind of compelled now. I mean... Based on the emotional reaction, mm. throne room because with no well, but no man's land was also very powerful, and I was a yeah. little yeah. bit choked up. Mm. I'll go with throne room. Throne room. What do you think? Yeah, it's between those two for me. I love the moment in the Justice League when when Superman turns his head and looks at the Flash. Yeah, and the Flash realizes, oh my gosh, he's as fast as I am. Yeah, yeah. I love that moment. Yeah, but there's one good moment in that film. Oh <laughs> man, there's at least I'm three. Just kidding. I'm <laughs> there's at least three. <laughs> I can't tell you what they are right now. But, yeah, um, but I'd probably go with Snoke's throne room too. I mean, that and No Man's Land are kind of like my two favorite scenes from the whole year yes but i think if you're gonna look at the fight specifically i'd say snowstorm was probably a little bit stronger yeah i think we're four for four because i think that like that's what the wrestle out so we have a best scene category which we'll get to yeah but when we talk about best fight best scene it was like those are my two favorite scenes all year long which one gets which <laughs> you yeah. Know? yeah so okay let's see what everybody's saying in here you guys all really seem to agree with us um <laughs> Okay, Andrew says, No Man's Land. Justin Weaver seems to be leaning... No, I'm sorry, Andrew said... He does... He says it's No Man's Land versus Snoke's Throne Room. Yes. Um, 
Justin Weaver says No Man's Land will be remembered longer than any others. Oh, good point. Justin, good to see you. Mm. Um, Caitlin okay. says Snoke's Throne Room. Freddie says Snoke's Throne Room. Ashley says Snoke's Throne Room. Whoa, and they all voted probably. So. Isaac, Brad, <laughs> Jim. Everybody's going through. And then there's an so. Andy Circus has to die. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it was not his year, was it? Nah. No. All right. Let me bust out the envelope. Who would like to do the honors on best fight? Michael. <laughs> For the best Somebody fight. Else. <laughs> best fight. All right. So you guys know, you know, we've had Justice League. We had Wonder Woman. Snoke's throne room. Yeah. Yes. With 52.4%. That is amazing. Thank you guys for giving Star Wars some love because the Oscars did not. So I'm very, very pleased with you out there. You can keep that. You can take it home and put it up on your wall. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we needed this one. We needed this win. I think that that's like undeniable. <laughs> the moment where she grabs the saber and just lights it into the guy's eye. Oh, the, uh, when, uh, yeah. when she throws it to yeah. Kylo? Kylo, and then he yeah. gets it. Yeah. That when was called that. out specifically by Brad, who, by the way, I just have to say, was my college roommate. Oh. And his whole family is watching this right oh. now. So. What's up, Brad? What's up, guys? <laughs> Note to self, do not curse on this podcast. Yes, there are children <laughs> watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It always is. It always is. Well, most of the time it is. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to get into you from best fight, which is always a super fun category. To best scene in a geek film in 2017. <laughs> Isaac says, prediction, Star Wars wins all categories. <laughs> <laughs> Legit, that happened last year. I'm not sure that's going to happen. This I year. don't think it's possible. I don't think it's in all of the categories. It's not. It's, it's much more contentious this year. Okay. So we'll see how it goes. What are, the, what are the nominees for best scene from a geek movie? Okay, best scene in a geek movie. We have Deckard meets New Rachel. Um, I think Michael Gordon referred to this as the last temptation of Deckard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um, from Blade Runner 2049. We have the wonderful hyperspace collision from Star Wars The Last Jedi. We have the heart-wrenching Miguel Sings to Mama Coco from Coco. I actually cried. Heart-wrenching I actually cried at that scene. <laughs> I never cry in movies ever. See, I haven't Everybody seen cries Coco at that yet, scene. But on the Oscar uh, performances, I was just like, I knew it. I knew you were trying to make me cry. But I will say this. Netflix, hurry up and get Coco so I can watch it. Just buy it already. Yeah. It's so good. I yeah. watched it right before I came here for like the fifth or sixth time. It's really good. Yeah, but I saw the trailers. I was like, nope, not crying in public. No. Oh, I, I have no shame. Ugly cried in the theater. I saw it like two other times in the theater. Forget it. Okay. Your, your wife says it's true. He doesn't cry. Yeah. <laughs> she looked at me and she goes, "Are you crying?" I'm like, it's like, "Yeah, I'm crying. Aww. I'm crying." It's like, <clears throat> "No, it's dry." Yeah. 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 Something in my eye. No, my eyes are sweating. <laughs> okay, and then our last two nominees for this category might be a little bit familiar because they are No Man's Land and Snoke's Throne Room. Oh. Mm. So Sandra, where would you go with this one? Best scene. Oh, I mean. In terms of getting wrecked, uh, Ma uh, Miguel singing to Mama Coco. Right, right. For sure. Right. Um, oh my gosh, these are so good. Uh, now I'm going to go toward uh, No Man's Land. I'll just go there. 
I'll just, I don't even know if anything, I'll say number, because I, I would say I almost teared up at No Man's Land. Yeah. Because yeah. that was so, for me, it was, it was such an experience to see, my wife and I saw Wonder Woman together, and I, the whole time I'm thinking, this is a film that is so awesome for female geek fans. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome for male geek fans, too. I'm not yeah. trying to downplay that. But I'm, the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, I don't think that there's been a lot of representation there that's been uh, good. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's now we're we're seeing that. I thought that was amazing. Yeah. So that's like, my, that's before my that, you guys had like La Femme Nikita. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, Thelma you know, Louise. She's not, she's not like she's not like wait, good. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, don't well, forget Black Nikita. Mamba. Oh, uh, uh, my car is named Black Mamba because, uh-huh. and not after Kobe. <laughs> Monty says Electra. Oh, <laughs> the new Electra is weird too, man. The, but the new Electra is way better than the old Electra. Well, that's true. Yeah, way that's better. Um, but Electra, uh, not the movie version. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't know if the new Electra is someone that we could sell to little girls. <laughs> what do you think about so Black, what do you think Black Widow? <laughs> because uh, I think Black Widow, they, they have not done a good job with her character overall. I think it's because he doesn't have powers. I think that's it. Maybe. Um, and see, Batman doesn't have powers, but Batman has been positioned differently throughout history. Um, maybe if they would, maybe if Black Widow was positioned differently with the team throughout yeah. history, but she's always been positioned more as a spy than kind of a hero. Well, she has that one great scene where she's being interrogated, but she turns it around. Yeah, like, yeah. that's a great scene with Black Widow. But a lot of times, it feels like she's like. It feels like they've treated her as like the den mother who's trying to like make sure all the guys don't fight too much. And, like, you know what I mean? Like it's just like uh, it's just den mother who has the hots uh, for them. Like, exactly, it's weird. It's just weird. It's I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like that character. You don't like the well, character at all. She's she's okay. Uh, she's, she's supposed okay. to be getting her she's, own movie in the future. Uh, so I we'll, see, right? we'll see. I think that was just. Disney saying that because Red Sparrow was coming out. Uh, yeah. But Red like, Sparrow is, is the Black horrible. Movie? So <laughs> Red <laughs> Sparrow is horrible, so they were like, never mind. I will say this. We are going to have to choose between like 10 characters from Black Panther next year. That's true. there's so oh many goodness. good yeah. ones. That's true. But anyways, we're way off topic. Okay. <laughs> what do you think is the best scene? Oh, man. you. Kn- I would love to give it to No Man's Land. Mm. But, but, but that yeah. hyperspace crash oh, was like nothing I had ever. And I know there's probably those science people out there that's like, there's no way it would happen. <laughs> I have no idea how it would happen. But on screen, that was one of the coolest things I had ever seen. Because you're almost realizing what she's going to do as the bad guys realize it. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, oh, she's probably turning the ship to kind of block the shots or something. And when she engaged the hyperdrive, I was like, Hold up, what? Yeah. What is this going to look like? Yeah. And then, like, when it goes, like, snap silent, and there's, like, all the explosions, I was just like, this is one of the coolest things. I know there's people, there's some people that love or hate Last Jedi. I love it, but that was visually just, that was incredible. It was. And they finally um, gave us silence in space yeah. in the Star Wars movie. Yeah. It was, it was just incredible. Oh, now, No Man's Land, it's cool to see Wonder Woman just, but I... I might trump that with her in the bank in Justice League just because when uh. he was shooting the machine gun and she was like flipping and like blocking him off yeah. I was like that was just sweet even yeah. though it was like five seconds but yeah. it was yeah. so sweet <laughs> and I was like she blocked one and then he shot I was like oh 
I was like, oh, Wonder Woman is sweet. <laughs> but yeah, the, the hyperspace for me. Okay. See, at least two good moments. That's true. That's true. So what would you say? I'd go No Man's Land. So three No Man's Lands, one hyperspace. Yeah. I'm cool with that. And the, the on chat, it's sort of all over the place. Really? Um, we got lots of No Man's Land. We got lots of throne room. We got some hyperspace. Um, I'm not seeing a whole lot of love for Mama Coco here. Haters. Yeah, <laughs> which, yeah. I mean, all these scenes are Maybe great. Maybe they, they don't want anyone to know they cried. Well, I kind of cried everything. I cried in No Man's Land. Yeah. Oh, you did? It? Yes. I just thought it I was mean, awesome. not like cried, but awesome. like <laughs> when I saw it, it was just it was just such a like beautiful moment. Actually, in the beginning, when they're all together fighting, and that to me was like. Oh, this is so beautiful. They're That's all true. helping that, each that, other. That was like, a great scene. Oh, I love Actually, that. I think that was one of the nominating committee scenes for best fight. Was mm. that that one yeah. actually? Too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Josh says um, he's surprised that Guardians Two opening sequence isn't on here. That was also oh. on the list. That was on the that list. Almost made it. it. Was, yeah, it almost got there. So we knew we don't know the winners, but we did know the nominees because Daryl and I were calculating the nominees to make sure they're right, and that was on there as well. We know most of the nominees. There were a lot, so I yeah, don't remember all of them. That's true. All right, should we find out what we the should, winner we is? We should totally find out. Sandra, you want this one? Sure. And it's also freezing in here, so best I'm gonna turn off the AC. Scene. All right, best scene. Let's see. The Story Geek Award goes to No Man's Land. Oh. Thirty-seven point eight percent. Okay, so all right, so a little closer. Yeah. Yeah, a little closer. The smallest margin of victory so far. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, because the other two were like fifty something mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. So that was tight. That was tight. Yeah. 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 All right, so before we get into the next actual award, which is going to be Best Villain, we're going to first talk a little bit about, and we want to hear from you in the chat, what was the best twist in a geek film or TV series or anything else in 2017? What was the best twist that occurred? So we don't have a real award for this one, but we want to talk about it. We want you guys to talk about it. We'll share what you say. So let's talk about it a little bit. Best twist. There's some good twists. There's some good twists. Coco even had twists. Oh, oh okay. yeah. I don't want to spoil I it for you. I have to see it. Yeah, you have to see it. <laughs> I just saw the trailers. I was like, nah, I'm not gonna cry in public. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see this at home where I can cry just happily by myself, and then everything will be fine. The, the Last Jedi had several twists that we could all vote for. Um, <laughs> here's a okay. Here's a good question. What constitutes a twist? Some I would say Ooh. something that happens in the story that is unexpected that takes it in a very new and different direction. Which is a broad definition of twist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, for I me, for, yeah, yeah, go. Well, this is, I don't know if this would be considered a twist for the movie, but it's a twist for, I guess, the history of the character, which is, uh, we were talking about Thor, yeah. when she talks about their father. Uh, and talking about like how he conquered all these lands, and she was like, how do you think you got all this gold? That was a huge twist, because all we know of Odin is like, oh, he's this wise sage of a ruler, and he's so, oh, he's all about honor and everything. And it's like, yo, you killed a lot of people to get all this. You you committed, like, cold-blooded murder across tons of planets, and now, because all we knew of him is like, 
oh, he's this wonderful, this wonderful guy. Yeah. He's, he's knows everything because he's wise and he cares. Yeah. And it's like, no. And you saw the, uh, in the dome when the, when the, I guess the shingles fell or whatever, mm-hmm. and you saw the old painting of him like yeah, yeah, conquering yeah, lands yeah, with yeah, Ella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that was cool. Was cool. Monty was cool. says Odin had an Old Testament sign. For this one, I would have to go with obviously spoilers for all these movies. I mean, True. we're going to spoil a bunch of twists right now. Yeah. But I got to go with Get Out with oh. the twist oh. that uh, Rose yeah. is evil. Interesting. Okay. I didn't like totally not see it coming. I kind of mm-hmm. did see it coming. Kinda but when it happens, it's just so good. Yeah. Yeah, the whole key thing because it's like you yeah. already know once you see all her boyfriends, mm-hmm. but then the key thing where she's like, oh. "Yeah," I'm like, oh. and just her twist. She's like, she's like, you know, I can't give you the key. Yeah, right. yeah I was, and she was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. When he was choking her crazy. and he, she smiled a little oh, bit. I was, yeah. like, I was like, "Oh no, she got to die." <laughs> I would just been like, "Wait, what?" Like yeah. that would have stopped me. Like, well, not that I would be, you know, but I, I have to say. Vulture. Oh, oh that interesting. Was, that was like, that that he was uh, Michelle's dad. Yeah. yeah. Really? Cause see, once she once she referenced her dad at the school, I was like, "Is your dad the vulture?" Oh, really? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "Hold up, is your dad the vulture?" You and detective. I was like, you. I know. Now, when he pulled that gun on Peter, I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" Yeah. We getting some to, That's to some gangster stuff. <laughs> 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 like, yo. Yo, man, this is a kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? By the way, I think that Spider-Man: Homecoming is somewhat underrepresented in the awards this year because it, it is, is a really mm-hmm. good film. Yeah, it's and a it lot of fun. Get as many. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Let's really see what some other people are saying here. So Justin Weaver says the last moment of Split. That's when we get oh, yeah, when we get the Bruce yeah, Willis reveal. Yeah, 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 that's great. So that's, that's a really great. good one. Um, Ragnarok actually happening in Thor Ragnarok. Monty says that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Caitlin says Force Ghost Luke. Duh. Oh. Oh yeah. 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 Josh says um, DJ revealing the Empire and Resistance are buying from the same sellers. Okay. In the Last Jedi. Yeah. Okay. Um, Ashley says Snoke's throne room yet again. Yeah. Obviously, that's a good one. Um, Andrew says Get Out. Freddie says Throne Room. Isaac says the ending of Get Out when it's not the cops, but it's oh, yeah. instead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. TSA. Yeah. <laughs> we handle stuff. <laughs> um, what else do we have? Kathleen says Kylo fighting with Rey. Mm-hmm. Hector being Miguel's grandfather. All right. And Hela being Thor and Loki's sister. Okay. Yeah. Um, that would have been nice to know. Um, <laughs> that would have been nice to know, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ace is going with Get Out. Um, Jessica says Wonder Woman being the god killer instead of the sword. That's oh, a good one. That is a good uh, one. Yeah. I forgot about that one, actually. Oh, here we go. I, will, I love some love for this movie. The finale of War for the Planet of the Apes. I haven't seen that. See, I haven't seen it Well, yet. Isaac says not spoiling it. So we won't spoil it either. We'll honor okay. his wishes. But go watch that one. <laughs> um, okay, there's so many on here. Man, you guys really have some good ideas. <laughs> So, Yoda being in Last Jedi, right. that's a good one. Ludendorff not being Eris. Hmm. Um, Logan killing Professor X. Technically, X-24 killing Professor X. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually a big twist. I didn't see that one coming, yeah. the way that it came. Lots of good answers. What was your answer? 
My answer? Yeah. I get out. Oh, that's right. I would have said I would have said throne room. Because I I have done specifically Snoke's death. Yeah, because I've done so much contemplating about what would happen in that <laughs> yeah. film. And it's like yeah. what? Yeah, I, even, I think I did a video like two or three days before I went to see the screening. And I was like, okay, none of my stuff happened. But I'm not particularly mad at it. Right. But wow. Exactly. Like because when everybody sees uh, when when you realize he's not there and you see him meditating, the whole crowd goes crazy. Oh, exactly. And they did that in the press screening and in my real screening. Oh, and now nice. I've seen the movie three times, four times. I can't remember. <laughs> but yeah, it's like that. Just everybody goes crazy everybody because goes nuts, he yeah. took. You know, well, I guess he didn't take it to another level, but we haven't seen that because I'm sure some other Jedi has done it before, right. maybe in the comics or something. But for what we've seen, we were like, hold up astral projection to the point where the guy fighting you believes and then when you go back through the fight and you're like wow they never touched <laughs> it's like he was smart and, and he like, didn't yeah. have footprints yeah he no, didn't have no footprints, footprints. So, but of course he was you know Kylo was in so much rage because rage leads to the dark side and it clouds your judgment and vision um, but <laughs> wow! Okay. But, but see, he, w- he wouldn't have been able to notice. Yeah. But they're like, "Hey, this guy doesn't have any steps. He's not really here." But we need to like, man. if we if we had cool like Network Nineteen Hundred One does with their cool titles, it'd be like truth. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have that though. Josh, teach us. Yeah. Um, so should we transition into best villain? What are, any other geek twists from the comments? I. Just one last little one from Monty. He throws out finding out that Vin Diesel has a son in, in Fate of the Furious. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, true story about that. I rented that film, and I ran out of time before I finished it. <laughs> so I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> oh, well, there it is. Wow, you didn't get very far then, huh? I got, I don't know. Poor Vin Diesel. Well, next up is, is really? best villain. <laughs> so best villain is always a fun category. What are the nominees for best villain? Okay, our nominees for best villain are the Colonel from War for the Planet of the Apes. That would be uh, Woody Harrelson's character. All right. Ego from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Mm. Kevin Wendell Crumb or Barry or Patricia <laughs> or Hedwig yeah. or Dennis, whatever you want to call him from Split. Uh, Kylo Ren, duh, from Star Wars The Last Jedi. And Spider-Man Homecoming does get some love here. We have the Vulture. Nice. Ah, as our last nominee. It's good to see you. Yeah, good to see Homecoming on there. What do you think? What do I think? What's your pick? Um, well, because, oh, uh, Kendall, one of, what's the guy's name from Split? The guy from Split, who plays all yeah, the roles. James McAvoy? That's fantastic. Yeah. I wouldn't choose that one, though. Um, I also really liked Vulture, but I gotta go with Kylo Ren. Because I think Kylo Ren is just such such a complex character, Mm -hmm. and he's so interesting, and we still have no clue what's going on with that dude. Like, what's gonna happen in Episode Nine? We have no idea. So I gotta go with Kylo Ren. I I don't see him as a villain yet. I feel like he's Mm. kind of back and forth. Yeah, I think he doesn't really even know what he wants anymore. Because he did want to be a Sith, or, or someone from the dark side, but now... I know he doesn't want to be good, but he, I don't. I, he I just wants to burn everything, which <laughs> is definitely bad. Yeah. He just wants to like Martin Luther the whole thing and like start his own thing. I guess. So. Yeah. 
So we said he's not, he might not be a villain after he stabs Han Solo through the chest. Well, I know. That, that, again, <laughs> Hey, that's a different movie. Surprise. Come on. He might but, not be a villain. <laughs> but, I, but I don't think, even in doing that, yeah. I just think he's trying to figure out what he's going to be. And so he's yeah. doing bad things. Like, oh, maybe that didn't work out. I'll do a good thing. Oh, maybe that didn't work out. Yeah. And so he's not... And he struggled with that so much. Right. And he's like, was Snoke controlling him when he did that or not? Yeah. That's interesting. But is that your yeah. choice? Is it you go with Kylo? No, no, no. Who do you no. go with? Okay, ego is is ego. Like, he is so <laughs> gross. Like, not only did he give his... Give give um, Starler's mom cancer, like, yeah. which blows. Um, but... He's just having babies left and right. Like he's, just, like, he's just a nasty man. But I wouldn't give it to him. I would give it to Vulture. Because he was just, mm. it, it was just so fantastically acted. He's such a great, yeah. he's such a great actor. And the way that he did it, it was so nuanced. It wasn't a caricature. Um, you can just see what his motivation mm. is. And you see yeah. him trying to support his family. But, you know, he's also bitter over what happened and so now like this is what he's gonna do this is how he's gonna be and it's like fine i'm gonna i'm gonna be this way now and and be corrupt and he's just he's he's great he's really good also michael keaton is being typecast as winged creatures (laughs) (laughs) not almost happening it's what he does best yeah it's like birdman vulture batman he's he's got it he's got it it locked down what is yours i'd go with kylo too i mean these are all great characters, but Kylo is my all-time favorite Star Wars character and yeah. probably one of my top 20 favorite characters of all time, period. Wow. I just think he's really great. That's awesome. So I'm going with Kylo. What are you going with? This is tough because, all right, Ego, for what he's done, all those dead bodies, for what he's done, like the amount of evil he's done is, I guess, can't be like disregarded. Mm. But then you have Vulture, who is, man, it's because you kind of understand sort of where he's coming from. Yeah. Blue-collar worker, minding his business, has his contractor, big wig corporation comes in, takes her from him. Now he's broke. You know, he has a reason to fight back, a reason to be angry. And that reason kind of continues to form into the Vulture. Um, so you you can kind of to a certain degree, get behind that because you're like, hey, man, look, you guys, you know, Tony Stark, it's like, you don't have enough money. Like, you don't have enough money. And when the guy's like, he's like, I just bought these materials or whatever, he's like, whatever. You know, like, he deserved that hit. You know, he, he deserved that. So you you can you can kind of, kind of identify with Vulture. But then you have Kylo who, I don't know if he's as evil as, like, Ego, but he's so dangerous. Yeah. Because he's someone who's who's definitely a villain, but he doesn't know what he wants. And I think that makes him more dangerous than any of the other characters. Um, so for me, it's a toss-up between Vulture and Kylo. I think I'd have to give it... Uh, I love Star Wars, but I think I'm going to have to give it to Vulture because he pulled that gun on Peter, and that was... <laughs> <laughs> he pulled a gun on Kid, man. He <laughs> was just mad casual about like... Look, uh, my daughter, all right, look, I know you, but just have her back. Did he, did he do it as a dad or as Vulture? Because I think it's more mm, dad, right? This, I mean, maybe like 80% dad, 20% yeah. Vulture. <laughs> well, 
let's face it, like, he doesn't need a gun. That dude can be so creepy. Yeah. 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 The whole time when he was in the backseat, I was just like, yeah. exit, exit, exit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, like, you know, uh, what time is it? It's 6 p.m. All right, stay in the car. <laughs> what is it in the chat? All right, you, let's see what you guys think. So we have a lot of love for Kylo. Mm. Um, Caitlin says Kylo. Freddie says Kylo or Ego. Mm. Monty says Jackie Chan and the Foreigner. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley says Kylo. Isaac says he thinks uh, the Colonel should win, mm. but maybe not enough people saw the movie, so he's going yeah. with Kylo. Alright. Um, Justin's going with Kevin Wendell Crumb or the Beast. We didn't say the Beast. He's oh, also yeah, the Beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Mary's going Ego. Um... Uh, Monty's pointing out that when we talk about this next year, it'll be Killmonger. That's that's good. That's uh, worth saying. Yeah, pretty much much locked up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty much locked. Black <laughs> Panther's locked up like a whole bunch of stuff. Exactly. <laughs> like, best women. Best, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. best technology. Yeah, best technology. <laughs> like, best new character, Shuri. It's like, yeah, it's like yeah. it locks away We'll everybody. just call it the Black Panther Award. Yeah. Yeah. So. Best um, use of a fake car. Jim points oh. out that Kylo is just a whiny teenager having a tantrum. Mm, and Andrew has what point. might be one of my favorite comments so far. Kylo is a millennial. Oh, <laughs> but see the problem is, oh, and that's man. why I say he's dangerous. Yeah. Imagine, like, imagine, like all millennials. Imagine a two-year-old. <laughs> imagine a two-year-old having a tantrum that has that much power over the Force. Uh, yeah. That's what makes yeah. him dangerous. He's not particularly like this massive maniacal villain, yeah. but he's just so dangerous that it's like you've got to take him out. Like you've got. I don't know if we can leave Kylo alive. Yeah. It's not safe. He also <laughs> gains. He also gains like fifty pounds of muscle in twenty four hours, and that's yeah. scary. <laughs> and he's but real proud up. of it. Yeah. 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 All those pictures of Kylo. <laughs> like, look, man, he has he has like a wider a wider shoulder or something. Like, look, he's just he's a wider guy. Because, you know, because all of the pictures like where people like drawing it, he's like his body's like this wide. <laughs> it's like, come that's on, awesome. man, leave leave him alone. That's awesome. Should we see what was voted in? First of all, we'll okay. just round this out with one more category. I mean, one more comment, yeah. which is a good one here. Monty says the true villain is the casting director for Ghost in the Shell. Oh, oh wow. The true villain. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that was, man, that, that was like peak. As someone who loves Ghost in the Shell, once I saw the casting, like before they even saw any trailers or anything, I was just like, I think it's going to be that. <laughs> I just remember him telling people yeah. like, I don't think this is gonna be good. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bash it. I don't like to bash things on my show, yeah. but I was just like <laughs> I was just like I'm letting you guys know, be be ready. <laughs> I, don't I think, think it's gonna be good. I'm pretty sure it narrowly escaped being a worst geek movie nominee. Yeah. I probably. think it was probably like number six. Yeah. Probably like so. probably people didn't see it enough. Yeah, like, I didn't see it. Yeah, I didn't see it. Yeah, because after after um what was the movie Scarlet did where she turned into a USB at the end? She was like super smart, and uh, what is oh. it? She took the drug and kept it. It was like Lucy limitless, but yeah, Lucy. Oh. Yeah, it was like limitless, but very, very bad. Yeah. And <laughs> after everybody saw that, they were like, "I'm cool." They're like, "It, we're fine. Just go back to the Avengers." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Why don't do the honors? You haven't done one yet. Why don't you do it? All right. I Best am, villain. Mostly because I'm terrible at opening envelopes. <laughs> they're, they're very user friendly. Oh, I got it. Yeah, Are you bad at that? Kylo oh, Ren. 
But only 32%, which means this wow. was a very contested very category. Yes. Yeah, that's right. I wonder how many people the voted The dangerous millennial. Well, I, I feel like people have such crushes on him, too, that it's like, oh, yeah, he's the best. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. We're Shannon when we need her. Yeah. <laughs> so we didn't think Star Wars was going to win that much. It's like winning everything. That's crazy. Has right. it won everything so far? No, no, no. no, no. Uh, no Not uh, everything. No man's land. Yeah, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Okay, good. Now we're going to go from best villain to best hero. Hero. What are the nominees for best hero? Okay, well, there's only two Star Wars ones, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so best hero in a geek movie. Our, for our first nominee, we have Caesar from War for the Planet of the Apes. Oh. I'm very happy that that made it in there. Cool. Uh, Luke Skywalker from Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Ray from Star Wars Return, Return of the Jedi. What am I talking about? <laughs> the last Jedi. I see yeah. Jedi, and that's where my head goes. They had another special release. Yeah, <laughs> so we're going back in time. <laughs> it's another special release. The Last Jedi, Luke and Ray from The Last Jedi. Uh, we have Spider-Man from Spider-Man Homecoming and Wonder Woman from Wonder Woman. Ah, uh, yeah. So, what do you think, sir? For me, and I love Jedi, I love The Last Jedi, but it's Wonder Woman. Luke killed it. He definitely killed it. He did what he was supposed to do. But Wonder Woman takes this one. I think it's. it was good to see a hero that was good for the sake of being good. Mm. And I say that with, you know, we have Logan on the table. We also had, like, Deadpool and stuff like that. But to me, at times, it can get kind of old. The kind of, like, oh, I'm surly. I guess I'll be a good guy. (laughs) You know, it's it's nice to have someone who's good because they have the ability to help people. Mm -hmm. And I think she showed that all throughout this movie. And I think that... That exhibits what a hero is. Mm-hmm. Luke forgot that, remembered, and then showed, and, yeah. you know, came through. But I think Wonder Woman knew it since she was a child, mm-hmm. continued to follow that path, and then displayed it when she got into, you know, man's world. Yeah. And it was great. So that's that's my hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. What do you think, Sandra? It's interesting because it really depends on how, I mean, Wonder Woman didn't have the hero's journey. Sure. Um, yeah. Like Luke did kind of again, um, but I think I would still go with Wonder Woman just because I'm like, oh, I'm going to assume her journey happened before. Like, or we <laughs> see, you know, her as a kid and then it happened. We didn't see it, but now she's, she's yeah. into it. Mm. And just everything that the film was, um, seeing women behind the camera, in front of the camera, being strong, not uh, being sexy and... Mm-hmm. and um, kind of insignificant characters like she was the main character yeah she just was amazing not just being strong and i think sometimes things err on the the side of um being the opposite of sexy so now i'm gonna be just really rough and mean yeah and, and i'm still gonna like they basically have a female butt. character who's a guy a male character more or less uh, you know, male. Yeah. so they didn't do that with her she was yeah. still and, and that's i think why no man's land was so powerful because mm. it showed her heart and compassion for people mm-hmm. that motivates her to fight mm. and um that i think she takes the cake yeah I, I mean that's Andrew Anderson said and no one held her hand while they ran. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. That was I love that say stop holding my hand. I'm like, exactly. He was trying to help. Yeah. 
he's, he's trying to be help. He's trying to be. Helpful. He was dead weight. No. He was trying to be helpful using you know. He was trying to use uh, how should you say you know like the the helping you know the helping hand of someone. He was going to protect her, defend her. You know, it, it was considerate. Mm-hmm. Like when the toddlers help you bake and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Help. <laughs> What is yours? What is I yours? would go if this if the question here was best character, hmm. I'd probably go with Luke. Hmm. But being best hero, I'm gonna go with Wonder Woman. Um, for all the reasons you guys said, but for me, it's all summed up very simply um, towards the end of the movie where she says, "I believe in love," and puts it out there that yeah, love is the thing that heroes should fight for. I think that's awesome, and I don't remember any other heroes saying that yeah. in other movies. So yeah, I can't think of that either. I like that a lot. Um, I agree with you guys, <laughs> but I would I would throw some special love out there to Ray, who hasn't been mentioned yet. I thought Ray was awesome, and Tom Holland as Spider Man, like, yeah. and the what he learns, what he goes through, yeah. is pretty amazing. So I could see that being pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. With some of the comments, we've got mostly Wonder Woman. Yeah. Lots of people are going for Wonder Woman. Um, although Monty says Caesar. Um, Isaac says the beast was robbed. <laughs> uh, Jim says Luke, his last stand was awesome. That's uh-huh. true. Can't yeah, agree with that. True. Can't argue that's with very that. True. Um, Monty also says the female leader ape in War for the Planet of the Apes is underrated. That's mm-hmm. true. That was a cool mm-hmm. character. Um, Ashley says she can't remember if she voted for Luke or Wonder Woman, but either would make her happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Monty says Bumblebee in Transformers. Insane. <laughs> Really? <laughs> Are you just saying? <laughs> Wait, yeah, what? Can oh. you kick someone out of the chat? <laughs> no. Can we kick out our most consistent viewer? No, yeah, we no, can't. We're not going to do that. <laughs> um, and then lots of Wonder Woman. Andrew, Justin, Freddie, lots of people saying Wonder Woman. All right, so Are we have Sandra open up the best hero. Let's do it. Let's do All it. All right. The story geek goes to, well, for best hero goes to, Wonder Woman, 40%. Yay. 40%. Yes. All right. Thanks. Woo. Take Wonder Woman. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> She's trash talking no. Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> so the next category is one of my favorite. It's best story. But we're not going to go there yet because we want to have a little bit of another discussion with you guys about the most overrated and underrated geek films of 2017. So what do you guys think? What are some of the most underrated and overrated movies from last year? So throw us out some comments, and we'll start reading them. Yeah. Um, gosh, that's hard. I feel like War for the Planet of the Apes is underrated. Underrated. Yeah, I, I would agree. It's it's a trilogy. Well, I haven't seen the third movie yet. I watched, because I was planning on seeing, but my wife was pregnant, and then we oh, couldn't yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. But I was planning because I, wa- I made her watch the first two ones. Because she had never seen them. And she was like, wow, this is really good. And, <laughs> yeah. and I felt the same way. When they were remaking it, uh, they had um, uh, the, the guy, uh, I can't remember his name now, but he, he raised Caesar in the first one. I can't remember his name. Oh, James, oh, James Franco. Franco. Yeah, James Franco. Yeah. I was about to say he dies in an alien covenant climbing on the mountain. But anyway, <laughs> but he, he, he burns up in like the first 10 minutes. <laughs> Does he really? Yeah. He's I like, need to watch that part. <laughs> but, but, um... You you really you know you care about this little this little monkey that's been kind of like uh, experimented on and it could be easily it could I guess because it could have been brought back and done wrong so many ways yeah but you're like wow 
I care about these characters, especially after you see what like um uh, I can't remember his name. What the one that was like all cut up uh, went through. Uh, they fight in the second one. Can't remember his name. The the bad. I haven't the, seen him. Kobe. Uh, Kobe. Yeah. Koba. Yeah. Koba. Uh, sorry. So you see not what Koba. Yes, yeah, not Kobe. <laughs> what Koba. <laughs> what Koba goes through. <laughs> you you start to feel for these guys, especially when they're like, hey, we're gonna go to the to the woods and we're on our own. We don't yeah. even want to bother you guys. Yeah. And then, like, then the humans still come after them. It, you just, you pull for these, you know, characters. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, wow, these are completely fake characters. Not, like, people acting fake, but these are, like, cartoons, basically, we're watching. They're animated, and I care about them. Yeah. This, you know, this trilogy, and I haven't seen the third one, but I assume it's good as well. You know, this trilogy is really solid. And people haven't really noticed. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of flown under the radar as a trilogy that's, like, really solid. Yeah, it's so true. I and I that. love Matt Reeves, too, the director oh, of The Last yeah, yeah, Two. Yeah. So I'm super excited. He's making a Batman movie. I'm super excited for oh, that. Cool. Is cool. that confirmed, confirmed, or yeah. is that still up in the air? No, it's confirmed, confirmed. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's Warner Brothers, so anything can go wrong. But, <laughs> but it's confirmed for now. Um War for the Planet of the Apes was super cool because it's almost all apes in the cast. Oh. Like, there's Is that your few... most underrated as well? I think so. Okay. There's there's very few human characters in it. Mm. Um, Woody Harrelson is definitely the most, like, the most prominent male human character. Yeah. Like, there's a whole human army, but you don't see enough of them for them to be considered characters, Got per se. Got it. So... Um, overrated? I feel like I'll... Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that every was single Justice time. League, was Justice League even rated? Like, that's true. That's was true. it under or overrated? That's true. Now, and this is coming Most from someone who likes I feel Justice like League. Yeah. Zack Snyder, Justice League, underrated. Joss Whedon, Justice League, overrated. That's, that's what I would say. It's probably, probably not overrated. It's probably what I was most disappointed in. Yeah. That's probably a better way of saying that. Yeah, because I, I think for... When it comes to Justice League, for, like, nine, ten-year-old me, it does everything right. If you try to pull any thread of any storyline, you're in trouble. If you just go in there and say, if you just go in there and say, I love Justice League and I love Justice League Unlimited, I want to see these guys together and I want to see references and a good time, you get what you get. It's basically a big-budget episode of Super Friends. Yeah, <laughs> but with, but with a with like you said, big budget, much better directed. Yeah, Super Friends cartoon. I know there's probably some nostalgia people. They weren't that great, but <laughs> but you get everything you need if you're like looking at it from like, hey, when I was ten, wish I could see this. This has everything. But if you try to pull any like, well, why? <laughs> Why didn't they do? Or what about if you do any of that with the story? <laughs> it's gonna fall apart. It's true. <laughs> so I guess I'd say that's just rated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's a good. That's a good way of putting that. I would probably say just for me, really quick, is that the most underrated film is Split. Mm. I don't think that gets mm. enough as much attention as it should get because Split was really good. Maybe M. Night isn't out of, like, Hollywood jail yet. Like, exactly. Because exactly. he's, he's come with two solid films. The, yeah. uh, the Visit yeah. was yeah. solid. Man, if you haven't seen The Visit, yo, Pop Pop, whoo! 
<laughs> Yo, you, if you haven't seen it's the visit, creepy as heck. you need to see it because Pop Pop does something that's extremely disrespectful. All right, it, when he he just he does something to a kid, it is super disrespectful, and that's like the most disrespectful moment of 2016 or whatever, whatever the year that came out. Yeah. I but, haven't <laughs> seen it, and now I'm like, what on earth do I want? Like my you need to watch a little it. hamster in my mind. Yeah. Is, because when you see it, because <laughs> there's a kid that's scared of a certain thing, and Pop Pop... Is it water? No, <laughs> it's not water. Kids are water. <laughs> but the thing that he's scared of, Pop Pop gives it to him uh, in the most I mean, I feel like you're telling me way. too much already. Yeah. <laughs> but you'll, you'll see it, and you'll be like, wow, this is, yeah, the guy is a true villain. <laughs> yeah, so that was solid. And Split was solid. I wasn't Split expecting was it to be, but it was good. And it had uh, it had James McAvoy really showing the range of like a master class actor. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that I think he's in jail right now. He's still in yeah, like director jail. Yeah. yeah. So he's, he's on probation. He's yeah. purgatory moving towards heaven. He has a he has an ankle yeah. bracelet. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. He gets one more good one, and the people will be like, "Okay, we can yeah. put you in that stuff." What do you think, Sandra? What is your underrated overrated? I I want to ask if Daryl can guess it. What is the most what I'm okay. going to say is the most underrated. Underrated? Mm-hmm. Baby Driver? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a good one. That film, okay, so I convinced a friend of mine. Have you all met the to... world's biggest Edgar Wright fan? <laughs> <laughs> <That's true. laughs> Honestly, like, I, I joke that I'm an Edgar Wright evangelist because a friend of mine, I was like, you've got to watch this movie. He watched it and he was like, I'm so mad I didn't see it in theaters. Like, it's just such mm. a great ride Mm -hmm. um but it's not just like a heist movie i mean i love the editing the music as another character it's just so clever the writing everything about it now of course it has kim spacey in it so now i'm kind of (laughs) but um, i would say that was they didn't have time to get christopher Plummer into that one i know Um, he he messed it up for like now you're right because now i when i go back and watch that movie i have to be like Tainted. Yeah, <laughs> Tainted. man. Because, like, I mean... I mean, he wasn't could... a likable character. Mm. So, yeah, like, so, I mean, maybe it's... I mean, because we could, like, recut, like, uh, Home Alone 2 and take Trump out. Like, you could do... <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, we're supposed to watch our language And put this. Christopher Bowman oh, yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We could, like, cut out the... We're like, hey, dude, is this missing a scene? Nope, not at all. <laughs> but, like, you can't just take Kevin Spacey no. out of Baby John. Imagine it. Yeah. Like, just be like talking to like nowhere. You're like, why is it? Why is it cropped? Why is oh, it seen cropped? Have you seen Black Mirror? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's like when you mute someone, and now oh. you just see it's just like like they're blurring. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. that's all you see. But like you can just crop the scene to where he's like looking at someone off camera, like Guess it's like some bad guy. Oh boy. <laughs> okay, let's see what some of the other people said here. Yeah. Um, we've got a lot. So lots of agreement that Justice League is overrated. We've got people saying that um, Blade Runner 2049 was underrated. Ooh. That's yeah, true. I agree I with that. So. Um, Isaac says maybe Guardians 2 was overrated. <gasps> hmm. I gotta get behind that. He says maybe. Sort of, but not really, but sort I could I could see where you could say that. Yeah. Monty says that Okja on Netflix was underrated. I would agree with that. I really I've enjoyed heard that. that it was underrated. It looked weird, so I was like, I'm cool. Exactly. That's how I felt too, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Josh, yes. Josh says, I might be the only one, but I loved Mother. 
Oh, oh, I read a synopsis and I'm like, mm, I, don't I can't know. do that. Yeah. I just I might, I might need to watch yeah, that. Yeah, it point. looked... Me and Aronofsky don't get along. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Black Swan wrecked me, so I'm like, I don't know if I trust him anymore. It looked, it looked weird for the sake of being weird, so I was like, nah. <laughs> and then also just putting an exclamation point at the end of it doesn't make you cool. So yeah, like, true. <laughs> Monty like, says the Lego Ninjago movie is underrated. I took my son to see that, and I do not agree. <laughs> I still haven't seen it, but the trailer cracked me up so hard. Like, I don't, the baby, when when it takes its pacifier, and it's like, whatever it says. <laughs> I just laughed so hard. Oh, okay, that's a good point. Isaac Johnson, I apologize. We have two Isaacs oh. in our chat. We have oh, Isaac Johnson right. and Isaac Sutton. I will start clarifying which one I'm talking about. My bad. Um, okay, should we move on? Yeah, we're going to move into Best Story. So what are the nominees for Best Story? Best Story, we have Blade Runner 2049, nice. Coco, Very good. Split, Excellent. Star Wars The Last Jedi, not Return of the Jedi, <laughs> and Wonder Woman. <laughs> nice. I'm going to do this one. I haven't done one in a while. This is a lot of good categories here. Oh, but we're not doing it yet. We want you can do it. it we can talk about it afterwards. No, we're that's okay. We'll, we'll talk we're, first. We're, we're going pretty deep, and we're going to have people pretty late. Might as well okay, all right. We'll just dive into it. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, we're going to be talking about the same five movies for, I think, pretty much the rest <laughs> of the show. So that's true. we'll just find out who the winner is for best story. And it is... Oh. Ooh. I'm a little surprised. And it's tight. Wonder Woman. Oh. Wow. At only 26.8%. So this that, was really that close. Means this was oh, really, really close. Yeah. Because yeah. with five, yeah, so that was almost like right down the line. Yeah. So, ah. Uh, Asa says no. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Wonder Woman to me is a great story, but the third act, the second act is great. The third act is very weak, and it's hard to leave a theater after a weaker third act. Like, she has the quote, which is great. Yeah. But in terms of, like, her battle with the last villain, it's not the best last now, villain. I, I got a question. I got a question I want to pose to you guys in the chat and also here. Yeah. Do, because I know a lot of people always attack the third act of these types of movies. Sure. But Except they, Dunkirk, because it's yeah. all third act. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or like Rogue One. Rogue One is the perfect example of an amazing third act. True. Yeah. But... Since all of these movies kind of do the same, th- you know, you save your yeah. money into the third act. <laughs> right. Is it is it something that can we can dog a specific movie about anymore when it's par for the course, or well, do we? Because I've I've been wondering that yeah. lately because a lot of people are like, oh, but the third act, the third act, the third act, and I'm like, well, if this is par for the course for Hollywood, is it fair to single out this right, movie? This is average. Yeah. Well, I think this it, is what all studios do. If it were best, then, if it were like best picture, I might be like, yeah, it's cool. But for best story, you okay, got to okay. finish it. You've got to finish okay. it, right? Like, yeah. like, so for best story specifically, other categories, because I think Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman is my second best um, comic book movie of all time. Wow. I love Wonder Woman. But in terms of a story, um, now if Logan had won, I'd be bouncing off the walls angry. <laughs> but but in regards to this, I think that like for example, I think What's that, like, your beef with Logan, man? Dude, it's on YouTube. Go watch the video. Yeah. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. He finally made the video, so he's not obligated he's, to talk about yeah, it. Anymore. Exactly. <laughs> Daryl was like, you need to make the video because I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> make the video. Yeah, make the video. But I would say like for me, I think like Blade Runner twenty forty nine had like an amazing story told really well. 
So from a storytelling standpoint, like I think that's pretty solid in comparison to Wonder Woman, which is an amazing film. Second best comic book movie, in my opinion, of all time. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, they're all great stories. Um, everybody seems pretty surprised that Wonder Woman took it. Hmm. Um, lots of comments about how the villain, uh, Ares, was weak. Yes. Which mm-hmm. I agree with. But I can still see the win based on just the hopefulness of the story and the positivity of it. Yeah. So. I mean, it's amazing. I'm not, I would not hate on it in any, yeah. in any sense of the yeah. word, but. With me, I think I'd probably lean on Star Wars. <laughs> I'm probably, because I haven't seen Coco. But I think it showed how, because I think it's been a while since we've seen, like, how alone the rebellion really is. Yeah. Like, you know, so much happens that you forget, like, oh, it's only, like, five ships. <laughs> oh, they put on a call to everyone they knew, and nobody responded. Yeah. It's it's getting real tight for the rebellion. <laughs> so I don't know what they're going to, and I guess the story group has kind of painted themselves into a certain corner with the ninth film. It's got to be, something's got to happen. Because yeah. I would assume, you know, I was thinking, oh, well, you know, maybe, like, Lando will do something. Yeah. Or maybe maybe some old character from the Clone Wars will come and do something. Save the day, yeah. And nobody, nope. nobody shows up. No, and I think maybe not, maybe that doesn't make it a great story, but it does show the depiction of, like, the Empire or the, you know, the First Order. The First Order is, like, really winning. They destroyed all those planets, so let's... Uh, See, this planet has like seven billion people. So they destroyed what three planets at the same time? Five, right? Five. <laughs> let's say, let's say about let's say yeah. approximately say forty billion people they killed. All right, let's say approximately. Yeah. So they killed all those people that were the rebellion. Now there's only like five ships left. That's true. Then they pulled out a call to all of their friends and you know whatever, and they're like, no. Nah, and who keeps correcting you and saying resistance? Oh, re- resistance. oh sorry, sorry, resistance, resistance. Yeah. <laughs> resistance. <laughs> and they were like, maybe, maybe that's right. They they were like, hey, anybody in the resistance? They're like, no, nah, I'm in the rebellion. What is yeah? What is the resistance? <laughs> they, they, yeah. Oh, it's wrong number. Yeah. <laughs> but it really, uh, it really just, it really drove the point home that these guys have nothing mm. and they there's no help coming mm. and I don't know how you deal or how you reconcile with the fact when you are supposed to be like the hopeful guys when no one's coming to save you yeah. mm-hmm. and that that's pretty deep when you peel away all of the cool stuff in you know The Last Jedi but they're in some uh, what is it deep poodoo <laughs> <laughs> Um, any thoughts on best story? What would you have voted for? I would, I, you said you haven't seen Coco. I wouldn't actually put that as the best story. Yeah. Um, also, it was, it's it was, a little strange that it's called Coco. It is. Right? Like, yeah. Because that I mean, is the most emotional scene, but it's not really, it's sort of pseudo about that. Mm-hmm. I think they named it afterwards. They're like, what should we name this? Well, that's an awesome scene. Uh, Why don't we throw that in? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was. I felt like it was predictable, mm-hmm. and then once you figured, oh, it's not predictable. Oh no, wait, no, I'm predictable. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so best story. Um, I think I would lean toward Last Jedi. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. What would you lean toward? I feel like I haven't done any Star Wars. That's why. So. <laughs> you gotta do some Star Wars. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I agree. I'd probably go Last Jedi. Mm. I really respect the risks that Ryan Johnson took, so yeah. I'd roll with that. Yeah. There's so much that you can unpackage with what's happening with all the different characters. Yeah. Um, whereas with Wonder Woman, I feel like it's mostly about her. Yeah. Um, not that I'm complaining, but with Last Jedi, it's just, it's so much more complex, I think. Yeah, so. that's true. Let's move on to Best Actress. Please. Best Actress. We might be picking up the pace a little bit here. We're... What are the nominees for Best Actress? Okay. Nominees for Best Actress, we have Anya Taylor-Joy from Split. Mm. We have Daphne Keene from Logan. Excellent job, yeah. We have Daisy Ridley from Star Wars The Last Jedi. We have Gal Gadot from Wonder Woman. And we have Hong Chow from Downsizing, which if you haven't seen Downsizing, she was incredible in that. I'm just going to throw that out there. She would be my choice. Yeah. Yes. I second that. I was I was going to say that's my most disappointing um, film because I was really, uh, even though you were, I was so excited for Downsizing because oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I love tiny things. So, <laughs> I, was, I, love things. I, I, I did, so I was like, oh, make, I want to see, like. We should make a movie for people, like, what kind of people should we make a movie for? People who love tiny things. Tiny things. And like me, and actually have a lot of friends who like tiny things, so we would all go and like uh, bring like tiny little sandwich. I don't know. Mm. Anyway, um, so I was really excited for this film. I'm like, this could be so fun. It's like a grown up version of Honey I Shrunk the Kids. I'm I'm in for it. And I was like, That's what exactly why is... I didn't want to see it. No, like, <laughs> I was like, I've seen Honey I Shrunk the Kids. No, no, it's grown up version. Like nothing. Like vodka, but the giant. I'm like, okay, so now they're like grown up, so they got this giant bottle, but they just like look, pour. Look. No, it's like you just. <laughs> just, so, just the things that the potential, like the wedding ring, it's super huge. Um, so the potential with that, I was really excited about, and the film, it just was all over the map of like, yeah. well, we're gonna be this funny. No, you know what? Let's let's take it here. Let's talk about like. Some environmental issue. Well, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's it's so, kind of an impossible movie to market. Like, there was no good way to sell that. But they film. did. The story was just like, like I don't know. It was like the guy from Split wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> but Hong Chow was amazing in it, and I kind of want to say I, I cried again in this one. I don't know. <laughs> she was just so good. I yeah. loved her character, and I love that she was nominated. Yeah. So. Yeah, I would say Hong Chao for sure. Daphne King. Daphne King. Daphne, yo, she killed it. I'm surprised she wasn't nominated. Yeah, I said it. She should have been nominated in the Oscars because Daphne killed it. I'm surprised she's not getting more work. There's after, a few people from that movie that should have been nominated. Yeah, like, Patrick I'm Stewart, surprised she's Patrick not getting Stewart, more work. Yeah, because yeah, that movie, for me... Was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> some other people. Yeah. I don't know who didn't like it. <laughs> some people he loved sixty percent of it. Oh, <laughs> actually, that's totally true. Like, I love sixty percent of it, and I'm like, "What did you do to me? <laughs> what did you do?" I do agree yeah. with you, though. But I would choose. Here's here's the one time that I would step in and be like, "The Last Jedi to me should win in this category," because everyone keeps saying, "Adam Driver, Adam Driver, what an amazing performance," <clears throat> and I'm like, "Dude." Daisy Ridley was just as good as Adam Driver in this film. Yeah, yeah. Mm. She has. A, she's working a, across from Mark Hamill, 
who has all of the attention in the world because it's the first time we've seen Mark Hamill as Luke in however many yeah. years, 30 plus Because years. y'all cheated us in Force Awakens. Exactly. <laughs> <We're good. laughs> I, I'm going to let you slide, yeah, but you cheated us. I see you, Disney. You, we're going to let you slide. <laughs> but Daisy's just so interesting. But anyways, we'll see what the people, we'll see right. what the people said. So since the people have spoken. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, real quick. Just so you guys, we've got lots of Gal Gadot. A um, little bit of Daisy Ridley. Um, my wife says Hong Chao all the way. Oh, way to go, honey. Yes. <laughs> so, and that's, yeah, Daisy Ridley, Gal Gadot, and Hong Chao. All right, well, we guys, got? the people have spoken. Let's see. That's an actress. Let me take a peek. <laughs> oh, man, this is Gal Gadot. Hey. Wonder Woman. Hey. 51%. Wow. That's pretty overwhelming. Whoa. So that's, People made That means 51% did not see downsizing. That's, uh, that's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> probably <laughs> higher than that. Yeah. <laughs> At least. Wow. That, man. Have you guys seen Logan? Like, I mean, look, Wonder Woman got something already. Come on now, guys. I mean, yeah, let's spread it around. <laughs> well, now we're going to transition right into Best Actor. So right. Best Actors is a cool category. Best Actor is a cool category. What are the nominees for Best Actor? We have Adam Driver from Star Wars The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. We have Hugh Jackman from Logan. We have James McAvoy from Split. We have Mark Hamill from Star Wars The Last Jedi. And Ryan Gosling from Blade Runner 2049. Nice. Representing the dreamboat category. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> hey, girl. I got, I got nominated for a story geek award. <laughs> Let me play you some jazz. <laughs> Smooth jazz. So I would say, I would just say um, that for me personally, I would replace Hugh Jackman with Patrick Stewart because I think Patrick Stewart's performance in is better. In a heartbeat. Yeah. I think his, his performance is amazing. But for me, I would choose in this category um, James McAvoy because his performance, like when he turns in to the character that's supposed to be like a middle-aged female, you're like, whoa, what just yeah. happened? Like he just turned into a middle-aged female. <laughs> but like, not even like just somewhat costuming, but even like when he's not wearing like the mannerisms stuff, like, and stuff. Whoa, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. And then when he goes to the kid, yeah, talking about, oh, when he talked about the window. Oh, dude. Man, you mother. No, <laughs> there's a window in here. <laughs> exactly. So that's who I would choose. What about you, Sandra? I agree. James McAvoy was... I mean, because we can go, or, you know, here's what Adam Driver did with, with Kylo, but he had all these characters, so, so he was just a busy guy. <laughs> yeah. um, but how he portrayed them in a way that they were so not at all like the same person. Well, then he's playing the so one character different. who's impersonating the other character. Yes. And you're yeah. like, what? Oh, like, this <laughs> is so, like, yeah. meta. I don't even know. <laughs> and, like, even when the, uh, when the psychiatrist, psychologist, one yeah. of the, the therapy lady, yeah. when, when she started to realize, hey, I don't think I'm talking to the right one, yeah. then everybody's like, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Um, exactly. Uh, I... I want to say Hugh Jackman because of all Do of the hurt. Yeah, because, <laughs> all of the, um, because all of the hurt that he had to convey as someone who's lost, all of his friends are dead. Yeah. All of his, the last friend he has is basically going insane. Yeah. You know, for lack of a better word. Uh, it's basically a self-fulfilling prophecy that everyone he meets ends up dead. Mm-hmm. And he's losing his own powers. So the only thing that I guess for for most of his life, made him him, 
is leaving now. Mm -hmm. So he had to convey that. But James just being so many different people, yeah, it's it's tough. It's like you got this one guy that's like portraying this person that's like the saddest guy <laughs> almost, especially when he realizes that, you know, his best friend was killed. And then the thought that his last vision might have been him thinking that he killed him, mm -hmm. you know. So, but I, I, I might have to edge this out to James. Okay. I think I have to edge this out to James, yeah. What do you say? I'm going Hamill. Hamill! Yeah, I see the oh. argument for James McAvoy for sure, but my favorite performance was... We're just Hamill. really trying to get Mark Hamill on the show, so every time we can come... Oh, no, it's just true. It's just true. There's a lot of love for James McAvoy. Um... Monty, to clarify, Monty says Split was 2016. That's how it's listed on IMDb, but its release date was January of 2017. Yeah, because they, yeah. they did the, they released it early for Oscars, Oscars yeah. for Oscar consideration, but then released it wide in 2017. Yeah. That's the weird thing about yeah. those movies, yeah. We've sure. also got some love for Andy Serkis from War for the Planet of the Apes. I think, oh, sure. I totally have seen that on the list, too. Yeah. But let's find out who won, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Try I open it? Do it. All right, best the best actor the Story Geek Awards best actor award goes to Hugh Jackman for Logan. Oh, really? By how that much? Forty percent. Forty percent. No, no, no. So it, I say in the video too, the performances in Logan high. are amazing. The performances are amazing. It's the story that I have issues with. <laughs> but it's Hugh Jackman wins. Way to go, Hugh. Just so you know, every Someone time to say I eventually. hear Logan. Think about it. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, Jay. Like, just make that connection. See, I have to Jay. watch that video. Oh, you gotta watch <laughs> it. See, see, Angry Jay. Is it, I'm, I'm, Angry Jay is still very reasonable. <laughs> Angry <laughs> yet reasonable. Jay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Isaac Johnson says, "Yeah, in your face, Jay." <laughs> He's gonna Everyone thinks I hate Logan for the wrong reasons. <laughs> we have we have a video response of Hugh Jackman right now. Yeah. <laughs> receiving the award. Yeah. <laughs> I, I told people that if it won for adapted screenplay, which is the story-based award, mm -hmm. I'm like, if it wins for that, I'm doing another video about why I shouldn't have won. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Let's let's move right on to best director. We, we're going kind of long, so let's, let's not be like the Oscars. We'll try and be timely here. <laughs> Do you want to just... I feel like you should just open it and we should go from there. You don't want to read the nominees? Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's read the nominees. Been too long. We're losing our form here. Yeah. Okay. Best director nominees. Do you want to say the first one? No. 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 Okay. Denis Villeneuve for Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Or Denis Villeneuve. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I pronounced it the first time I ever did. That's. Uh, James Mangold for Logan. Jordan Peele for Get Out. Mm. Patty Jenkins for Wonder Woman. And Ryan Johnson for Star Wars: The Last mm. Jedi. I have so many feelings. Yeah, this one's hard. <laughs> Man, this is this is tough. Because I like a lot of these movies. I haven't seen uh, Blade Runner, but I've seen the rest of them, and I like them. But I got to give it to Get Out. For what Get Out did, mm -hmm. story-wise, reference-wise, layers-wise, and then what it did with that little baby budget of like, yeah. what did it cost, like $200,000 to make? No, it was, it was more than that, but it was... It was a cheap movie. Yeah. And because they had specific, like, what, two sets? Well, three, maybe, I guess, the office 
Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my yeah. boy's lost. Oh, your son is? <laughs> like, no, no, he's, he's like 30. <laughs> like, <laughs> shot in, I believe, 21 days. I think that's Ooh, how long wow. they shot that in. Wow, that's crazy. But yeah, it's yeah. Get Out was, man, and creepy and good. And yeah, I, I got to give it to him. I think Get Out takes this. Yeah, it's yeah. really hard because... I think Jordan Peele, Ryan Johnson, and Patty Jenkins all did amazing things this year. But I think I agree. I think I would go with Jordan Peele. I cried a little bit when he won the Oscar for Best Original Screenplay. Oh, that was awesome. And then they show... um, uh, What what is this cohort's name? Keegan. Yes. Oh, Oh, Kiki. Uh, Kiki. uh, (laughs) They showed him in backstage like, yeah! (laughs) It was awesome. Who would you choose? I would Jordan I Peele would pick too? Jordan Peele because I feel like he almost created this other genre mm. where it's not just like this kind of a thriller horror thing, but social it's also, thriller is what yeah, it's definitely yes. it's definitely very this is probably why CBS hired him for it, but it's very Twilight Zoney. Yeah. It's very mm. Twilight Zone mm-hmm. and it just it just hits so many notes. It like, it was there were so many moments in there that, I mean, just the fact that he wrote it, I'm like, how did you do that? Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't just, like, one villain. I mean, and the way that the villains were so different. It's not just, like, this crazy family. Yeah. Um, it, you know, like of um, like Texas, what is it? Um, Texas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. You know, it, it was a really really great movie um and then the, the kind of the sci-fi yeah twist yeah i was like yeah. record scratch where did that <laughs> come record from? scratch yeah um so i definitely give it to jordan peele yeah i think i'm the only one that probably wouldn't but see i came into it too late so the hype train was like up here and i couldn't i couldn't get over that because i didn't really oh. get any spoilers but at the same time the whole the, when i'm watching it i'm like Oh, I kind of could have predicted that. So something in the back of my head was already like predicting things that were going to happen. Oh. So it was amazing. Don't get me wrong. I'm not no nothing against Jordan Peele. It was awesome. But I think that because um, we have just such a good category here, because I think that Patty Jenkins, I mean Patty Jenkins has delivered the only really great DCEU film. Mm. The only great DCEU film, basically. I would say the greatest. The greatest. I think Man yeah, of Steel. Yeah, because I love Man of Steel. Man of yeah. Steel is very good, for yeah. sure. I love Man of Steel, too. I love Man of Steel. But, yeah. um, but that's great. pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and Denis Villeneuve is actually, was actually uh, killed it with 2049, too. Yeah. But I will say that Jordan is by far the most standout in terms of doing something new and different that we have sure. not seen before. And all the other directors on here, like Denis Villeneuve is basically trying to do what Ridley Scott did with Blade Runner in the original. Yeah, yeah. Original Blade Runner. So it's not like it's new per yeah. se, but Jordan Peele's would be the definitely the most innovative on the list. Yeah. Um, everybody here seems to see it as a toss up between Denis Villeneuve and Jordan Peele. Ah. Oh wow. There you go. No love for Patty. How sad. I know. <laughs> There's a ton of love for Patty. She made an amazing movie, and she's a great. I want to see a Star Wars movie directed by. Patty. Oh. Yes, that's that would like be really good. That's like my dream. Okay, that that would be interesting. Yeah, I wonder if they would you let that happen, Kathleen? Huh? <laughs> huh? huh, Kathleen Kennedy? <laughs> no, with the the whole statement of I don't know if there's any women directors that are ready. It's like 
Really? Yeah. Have you seen... Really? Wonder Woman? Asa says, Daryl and Jay, if you guys want a Thunderdome, we can seriously debate the merits or lack thereof of Man of Steel. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll say this. In, Asa, in go Steel, to the podcast. We did a podcast on Man of Steel. We did a Make It Better. So like go listen to that. Yeah. yeah. Go check yeah, that I, out. I will say this. I was in the press screening for it like long ago. And before the internet got to it of, oh, these people died. Everybody was loving it. They were like, wow, we love the fight scenes. It was cool to see his father and how his two different fathers were different and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And like everything was cool until, and I will say this I know there's, you know, everybody has their size, Marvel or DC. I really don't care. I just want to see cool stuff. But <laughs> I feel like a lot of Marvel people came in and were like, what about all the people that died? Like, yo, people die and. Have you read comics? You know how many people are dying <laughs> when like Hulk goes on a rage. Nobody cares. Nobody asks questions until DC made a movie that had some quality, and then all of a sudden here are here are all these like dead people questions. Yeah. And I was like, nobody asked these questions before, <laughs> and then that's almost what ruined what uh, Ultron. Because it's like, we've got to save everybody. It's like, no, you don't. Yeah, you got to yeah. stop Ultron. That's what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> but. Rant over. <laughs> rant over. With that rant, let's find out who won Best Director. Patty Jenkins. Oh, right. it's, oh that's pretty close. At 31.7%. Wow. So that is wow. pretty close. That's pretty close. Not wow. a landslide. Okay, our nominees for Best Movie are Blade Runner 2049, mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Logan, Wonder Woman, and not on the table because it hasn't been released quite yet, is Star Wars: The Last Jedi. So, we're gonna talk about them. What, what were you guys? What were you guys say? Best geek film of 2017. Can I say Logan is my favorite? You can. <laughs> no. I don't. I don't want to do this. I never want to change anybody's mind. If they love something, I don't want to hate on that. Yeah. No. I'll love. I'll love what I love to the yeah. Unless I die. it's Logan. Yeah, but no, it wasn't Logan. I think I have to go with Wonder Woman. Mm. Leaving the theater, I felt so empowered, so excited to see a woman kicking butt, taking names, and also loving. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I just loved, I, I loved Wonder Woman. I know, like, The Last Jedi, but because of Rogue One, I don't know. I, I... I would, I would, I'm not sure where I would place those um, as far as which one I li- liked more. I would say Wonder Woman. It was good to see a woman as a superhero and just being amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I can't go on with that. What do you think? What's your best? The Last Jedi, guys. There's too many moments in it. There's too many moments. Ryan Johnson, in my opinion, killed it, took at least the the movie or film canon to another level. Um, and just the, just like Yoda showing up. Mm. Um, still, you know, still dropping jewels on Luke. Uh, the hyperspace attack. The um, uh, seeing Finn get uh, shocked. When he was like, she was like, <laughs> what are you doing down here? Oh, you know, I just had it. <laughs> like, so all of those moments, the, uh, the meditation, astral yeah. projection, just so much stuff. And then, of course, Leia kind of reaching out and like still being connected to the Force to such a degree that she was able to pour her, pull herself back in. Uh, the fight in the throne room. It's, it's got to be the last Jedi, man. It's, it's got to be the last Jedi. 
And see, next year it's going to be tough because I'm like, look, spoiler alert, Black Panther's probably going to beat, but I don't know, man. Star Wars uh, is going to be tough, but Black Panther will probably like take it. What is yours? Um, I hate that I have to make a decision between The Last mm-hmm. Jedi and Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. That just feels like having to choose between my children. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Daryl's but, choice. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Dad likes me better. <laughs> but I have to. I, I think I have to lean slightly towards Last Jedi as well. Ooh. Just because, um, I I said it before, but I love how Ryan subverted expectations and did something different. And um, I just I don't know that all the divisiveness of it and stuff. I totally enjoyed that, and I know what side I'm on, and it makes me happy. And <laughs> I just I gotta go with that. I'm going to say something shocking. Oh, by the way, the funniest thing is, it, we, we did a collaborative review. I think you were all on the Last Jedi review. I think all of us reviewed The I Last believe. Jedi together, yeah. We did a yeah. video on YouTube. And Michael said, it's a 10 on 10 on 10. <laughs> That's right. I like that. I like that. That's the best rating system I've heard of. So um, I'm going to surprise everybody by saying that if Logan had done what it did in the first 60% of the movie, I, that would be my top film. Monty literally about, just commented, Jay is going to say, Logan, yeah. you 60, almost did. First 60%? You don't, first what 60%. about the X, man? No. The, moving in the X? You didn't cry with that? No, because that, that was wrong? a You were made of stone, sir. You were made of stone. That was a gimmick. I thought it was cheesy. <laughs> yeah, it was a gimmick. I loved it. When she came back and she was like, <laughs> but that's that's what made me so bummed out about it. But so that's not my top. My top is also Wonder Woman because I think that Wonder Woman was phenomenal. Um, when I talk about it being my second favorite comic book movie of all time, my first favorite is The Dark Knight. So mm-hmm. the bar wow. is like the highest of the high. Really? Okay. Dark Knight, Wonder Woman. Wow. Ooh. It's funny Love because. That I, you know what mine is, and they're so totally different. <laughs> that's so true. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. The Dark Knight? He's my favorite. Mm. It's his favorite movie of all time. Mm. <laughs> you don't like You're it? Been, no, I like it, uh. but on rewatch, it does get long in the tooth. Around the time when uh, Two Face comes in, when when Two Face comes in, I'm like, you know what? This movie is starting to get long. Uh, but everything with Joker, everything with like the way it's shot and done, like Christopher Nolan, besides fight scenes, he's not really the best at. And I don't know why he just doesn't defer to another director. But anyway. The, exactly. <laughs> but, um, you know, like, that movie is great. But I think for comic book film, it's always going to have to be the first Avengers for me. Because it was just, mm. it's just, it's very that's, comic book. That's not it's, even it's in my very, top five. It's very, <laughs> for me, it's just that's very. In my top ten. <laughs> for me, it's like. You, it's the combination of Marvel not only putting out a plan, mm. but executing the plan and meeting all the expectations when everybody, the whole world was watching. Yeah. Billion dollars. And, you know, it's like I can still watch it now. Age of Ultron, not so much, but it it just really, it's just, it's very comic booky to me. Yeah. And it, it really, you know, Snyder, I mean, not Snyder, uh, uh, 
Christopher Nolan kind of dips into kind of like a crime drama kind of aspect where it doesn't really, it doesn't, it's not really a comic book anymore. Even though Begins, Dark Knight, all that stuff was cool, but he didn't, it's not like the comic book fun. Like I say, Justice League, the nine-year-old in me with Justice League, (laughs) it's fun. It's just a fun movie like, oh, the Green Lantern and oh, you know, they had the fight and then the Splash Race Superman. But then, of course, the story was... You liked the way mustache. (laughs) Yeah, that was one of the ones I said for a best fighting scene. (laughs) Justice League versus Superman's mustache. mustache. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. Okay. Okay, so we'll, we'll set aside all the Dark Knight stuff. We've been talking about doing the Dark Knight Make It Better. So really? you, should, you should come back and we the can do that. The only thing I kind of cut is like the, the Two-Face stuff. I think that should have been saved for another movie. Je- uh, the Joker and stuff. Okay, well, we're, cool. we're not doing that now. Who wants to open best movie? Well, let's see what people think here real oh, okay, quick. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I forgot about you guys almost. It's kind Aww. of all over the board. We've got, we've got love for Blade Runner. We've got love for Logan. Um, Mary would put Wonder Woman. Um, my wife says Star Wars. She's backing me up. <laughs> Specifically because of the Admiral Holdo moment. Mm. That is a great moment. Um, other people called that one out as well. Andrew says Star Wars is the essence of geek culture. That's hard to argue with. Yeah, it is kind of. It's kind of one of those things like you know Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, all those. It's kind of like they embody like a a large section of yeah. just like geek. Several people want me to reveal my favorite child. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this: my favorite child is my son. <laughs> I have two sons. Well, so. well done. Well done. <laughs> so, let's reveal our favorite child and show what this movie Ooh. is. It's a nice gold envelope. Who wants, it a, who wants to open the gold envelope? You open the gold envelope. I get to open the gold envelope. Do it. Okay. Hopefully you won't. Oh, it won't it's be so the wrong, sturdy. It's hopefully like it won't be the wrong person. <laughs> oh, hold up, wrong guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, the best geek movie of 2017, according to you guys, is Blade Runner. T- oh my gosh! What? No, no, no. 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 <laughs> this is a bit. This is no. This is not a La La Land moment here. Yeah. It's a tie. What? It's it legitimately is? a tie. Wow. Wow. Is it Moonlight? No, it's a tie <laughs> between Blade Runner 2049 and Wonder Woman. Whoa! Wow. Wow. It's right Yo. there. Travesty. See, right 24.4% each, which means it was really close yeah. all the way around. Wow. Both great films. Man. Uh, see, I haven't seen Blade Runner, so I'm not sure. I, I can't mm. say. Mm. It's great. It's a great film. Yeah. I now, I now mm. understand a little bit better about my evening last night, because... <laughs> Because I handed Jamie the computer so she could look at all the awards and stuff like yeah. that. And she reacted to something right away. And I was like, what? I'm like, oh, no, you can't tell me. <laughs> that, was, that, that had to have been what it was. was. Like, what? <laughs> what is going on? She should comment like, yep, that's what it was. <laughs> is that what it was, honey? You're here. You can tell us. <laughs> so has wow. everybody here seen Blade Runner and Wonder Woman? Yes. I've seen both of them, yeah. You've seen both? Yeah. You've seen both? No, i only seen Wonder Woman. I need to, look, we should go watch but watch Blade Runner, then come back and just, we just we can decide <laughs> we, can, we can fight and decide which one really won. Have you seen have you seen the original Blade Runner? Yeah, yeah. Have you seen the original Blade no. Runner? Okay. So if you like the original Blade Runner, you will also like twenty forty nine. If you dislike the original Blade Runner, you will dislike twenty forty nine. It's oh, so yeah. consistent in yeah. theme, storytelling, pacing, 
visuals. It's so consistent. It's almost amazing mm -hmm. that it can stay that consistent. Yeah. Do you have yeah. to watch the first one to watch the no, second one? Probably not. I mean, it, it, uh, I think it went well. The Last the, Temptation. Yeah. I, I did, I did see the part where they referenced that anime short that they put out. Uh, they referenced the blackout. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw that, but that was in somebody's short, like, you know, trailer review or whatever. And I was like, oh, they referenced the blackout. So that the was performances cool. are outstanding. Um, all across the board. Ryan Gosling, <laughs> Harrison Ford is amazing. He actually like looks like he cares about his performance in that film. <laughs> that um, is a surprise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> the the female the, the female villain, if you will, um, is amazing. Jared Leto, for as big of a weirdo as he is, is awesome. <laughs> like he's he's playing the, the role really weirdo. well. <laughs> hey, you leave Jordan kind of out of this. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> but he, he actually like would wear like like contacts that made him blind because he was playing a blind character. Oh wow. wow! It's crazy. He's into it, man. Like it's great. It's wow. it's fantastic. But having said that, Blade Runner twenty forty nine would win on the, all the quality awards. But it's so quality that it's almost like Wonder Woman is that is the is that kind of like amazing film that is emotionally there because it's mm -hmm. almost like. It's just breaking new ground in several ways, and you're just rooting for it in that regard. Yeah, and especially in this new, like I said, in this new age, it's good to see a hero that's just, I'm just a hero. Yeah. Because I'm supposed to be. Exactly. I've got this ability. Yep. I need to help people. That's what, it was refreshing for me to see, because I'm like, hey, it's finally good to see a hero be a hero, you know, just because yeah, yeah. you're supposed to do the right thing. Exactly. So... That's our show. That is our show. Thank you guys for joining us. We had a lot. We had a blast. You can always like keep criticizing my dislike of Logan, or you can go watch my video on it and see. What go you watch think. the video. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna watch the video. And I'm gonna be like, you're wrong. Yeah, you're all wrong. There's gonna be all these like YouTube video responses to my response. Like this is why Jay's wrong about his two reasons. Jay is wrong. <laughs> Also, yeah. really quick, two other things. Um, make sure you're subscribed, too, because every once in a while we have technical difficulties like we had tonight. <laughs> and so you got to be subscribed so that you know that when it pops up that we're live. And also, please go over and give Nerd Soul a subscribe as well. Because he's into, I said this last time we talked to him, he's like into so many geek things that I can't even keep up half the time. Like, it's like, it's pretty what? much everything. Yeah, it's pretty much everything. Yeah, it's, I, it's I try to stay exhausting. diverse. Yeah, I try to stay diverse. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot of work. Daily shows. I mean, I'm sure you guys know. You guys pump out a lot of videos, so yeah. and the podcast content. So it's a lot. So, but yeah, yeah, guys, come on over. Let's hang out and talk about um. See, tomorrow we will be talking about Black Lightning and what I think about Star Wars Rebels and the canon after that epilogue with Ahsoka's Tana still being alive. So, ooh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. Oh, you haven't seen? You don't watch? I don't watch it yet. Oh, but I, yeah, yeah. I, I like that. Also, 2819, you can see Sandra host 2819. It's an awesome show. Um, I may be on it again sometime, so... Like soon. Like maybe pretty soon. <laughs> like maybe, right one. Yeah, maybe talking about a really cool movie that was coming out this year. So make sure you do that as well. I know Monty checked it out, because I know Monty's the one that said he really liked it last time. So. He says Tana was very much alive. Yeah, she is. And I wonder if... Do you think it makes it weird that these people are alive after Battle of Endor? Holla at me. We're going to transition into a Rebels conversation. <laughs> it's the Rebels After Show. <laughs> Star Wars Rebels. Yeah. Cool. Um, Thanks for joining us, guys. Do you have a comment? Caitlin makes a good point here. We also have lots of fun conversations going on on our Facebook page, the Story Geeks yeah. Facebook group. Oh, so yeah. Head over there. Join in on those. We talk about stuff there all day, every day. 
That's right. And yeah. every once in a while, Mark Hamill responds to us. Yeah, so, our uh, buddy Mark Hamill. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, we were there to see him get a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He thanked us. That didn't happen at all. But <laughs> and in my head, it happened, I guess. I'm pretty but, sure he's used the word story and geeks. Yeah. And just put it together and edit it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Exactly. He at least read it when he retweeted it. So. That's true. <laughs> Alright guys, well as we always say, question everything in your favorite geek stories and always seek the truth.